welcome to today's episode of the Heaven and Hell podcast. I am your host, Elle Edwards, founder of the Itchy Soul Playground and New Year. Now, I am very excited today. I know that you hear me say this a lot. One of the one of the joys and delights and benefits of being a little bit ADHD and also being a silver lining spotter, therefore, is that I do find it very easy to see the wonder and delight and great stuff in life. But this week, I'm extra specially delighted because the episodes this week are another example of something that might not have happened if I hadn't listened to the nudge to not do business as usual. So let me give you some backstory, a bit of context, first of all. So those of you who are enjoying this in the playground will know that yesterday we had our one day live event in the playground. Uh, and it's as a result, normally on a Sunday afternoon, I will sit with Holy Spirit and plan the episodes for the podcast in the week to come. I didn't do that yesterday because I was instead getting to enjoy the company of all of the lovely, wonderful people in the playground. It was brilliant. It was amazing. I'm just so honoured to get to do that. And then, therefore, I was very aware this morning, okay, we've got a podcast, I don't know what we're doing. So my intention was to take my children to school and then come and sit and go, okay, Holy Spirit, what's for the podcast? He had other ideas. He was like, yes, we'll get to that in a moment. First, come and sit with me. And so I was like, for the briefest of moments, I'll be transparent with you, for the briefest of moments, I was like, don't you know we have a schedule to stick to? Uh, But thankfully, I didn't pay too much attention to that. And so I went and sat on my sofa with my notebook, put some music on in my ears, just because it's a bit noisy here at the moment. Uh, And I wrote the date, as I tend to do in my notebook, uh, and started. I was expressing to Holy Spirit the fact that it is the the closing few days of September. Uh, It's almost a new month. It's almost the final quarter of 2021. Uh, and, I, and I was feeling this sense of the last gasps or the, of, of, uh, or, or the closing line of a symphony. Uh, and, and I was, as a result of that, ended up Holy Spirit and I were exploring what turned out to be a whole new way to consider goal setting and planning. With a caveat, with a reminder, don't get hung up on this phrase goal setting. Setting goals is actually really powerful. Uh, There are so many verses in the Bible that talk about having a vision and that people without a vision, that is written over there on my whiteboard, God's people perish because of lack of vision. Goal setting is, is, is having a vision, claiming promises. What is it, God, that you're inviting me to step into, exploring all of that stuff? So don't get hung up on those words. So if you're somebody who's like, goal setting, ah, I feel your pain. You know, I've shared with some of you before. I, going back about five or six years, I remember year after year, I'd get really excited at the end of the year to think, okay, there's a new year about to begin. What are we going to do? And year after year, I would just feel a sense of frustration because all of the things didn't get done. So I got to the point, probably in about 2012-ish, I think, so almost 10 years ago, I went, do you know what? Forget it. I'm not setting goals anymore. It's pointless. With with the the understanding that I had tried lots of different systems. You know, I tried writing letters to my future self. I had various planners, systems, so many I can't even name them. And I was like, do you know what? Forget it. I give up not doing it anymore. And so for one year or two years, I didn't. Just like, ah, forget it. However, I was wrong. Because if you don't take time to to explore those visions, those dreams, those niggles with God. And it you miss out on an amazing opportunity. And so now like we've got my little Yui goal setting book. The difference is now that we do this with God. You know, yes there will be people of course that set goals who don't do it with God. But 
I would venture to suggest that 99% of the people who enjoy this podcast are people of faith. And so you, as a person of faith, as a friend of Jesus, you have Holy Spirit with you. You don't have to do this process on your own. You are not meant to do it on your own. It's more fun when you do it with God. And so what he gave me today really was a a new framework with which to consider this idea of goal setting. Uh, And as you've seen in the show notes, he called it, I've written it down here somewhere. See, I'm I'm actually, this this is all real-time stuff for you. I can't remember. Structuring your year like a story. There we go. What if you structured your year like a story? But that wasn't where we started. So he he said to me, in the the final quarter of a book, book, what happens? We're talking about fiction. Because remember... I am exploring this with the advantage of having written and published five or six fiction novels. So I know how to structure a book. I mean, I was it's been a little while since I wrote a novel, but I know the, the basics. So I said, well, it, you know, it brings resolution to everything that's gone before. It's really important in the final act three of a, of a story that there aren't any new characters. There's no new information. Uh, otherwise... <laughs> If you've ever read a book or watched a film where you've been really disappointed with the ending, it's probably because they've they've sort of done a sleight of hand trick on you. The ru- the rules of, of good storytelling is that by the time we get to Act 3, that final quarter of the book or the film or the, the, the play or whatever, you need to have been introduced to all the characters, you need to have all the information... If suddenly the writer brings out some other solution with some random random character you've never heard of, it will leave you feeling, oh, it won't feel like a satisfying ending. So that that's because this underlying rule, that's how we expect things to be. When you're watching a film, you want to be able to have the opportunity to put the pieces together and figure out who done it, for want of a better expression. And so in this final act, this final quarter of the year, the, the reminder from Holy Spirit is this is not about new information, new characters. Instead, this is about bringing the fight to the enemy, so to speak, um, because the enemy will vary depending on the context of the story you're writing and then the conclusion. So then Holy Spirit said, what if your year was structured like a story with the final quarter being like the final quarter of a book? Because he said, life is not just and, sorry, I miss, this is an important word, and, in this instance. And, because life is not just one volume, but is each year is building on the next as part of an overall, overarching, overall story arc, what if it was okay to leave some story threads unresolved, ready for the next book, or within the context of, of what we're doing, for the next year? Now, if you've never written fiction before or you've never analysed it before, some of this might be feeling a bit, what? What are you on about, Elle? Stick with me, okay? Bear with me. Because there was, that was where we started. But then he had me lay out. He said to me, what's the usual story structure? And I was like, oh, okay, Holy Spirit, it's been a while since I wrote fiction. So this is off the top of my head, he and I together. I said, okay, act one. The first quarter is all about the introduction, setting the scene. The problem is established. We're faced with the choice of whether to take up the battle or not. Act two, which is the, the final, is the middle uh, two quarters. The, the, the hero of the story tries different things. The enemy, um, enemy faces try enemy forces I can't read my writing enemy forces try and get in the way there's lots of questions there's lots of trial and error there's new information tactics strategy often the the hero will bring together a team before the final before the final hurrah 
And then, of course, we have Act 3, which I've already described to you. The final hurrah, new, no new information, bringing the fight and the conclusion. So, Holy Spirit said, what if you planned your year like you plan a book? I was like, what on earth do you mean? He said, what if quarter one, and I'm going to have to, for this episode, read to you and share with you from my notes, because... I am giving you real time. This literally, he and I explore this together. What if your quarter one, you established with me the problems you're going to work through and problems are in inverted commas. Take time to hear my heart, hear the invitation, explore from the context of promises and story threads left undone from the previous book. I'm going to pause there for a minute. What that means is, and let's just go skip to the end for a minute before we go back to this. If we're going to take our whole year holistically if our whole year is a story and we're going to plan the whole year it eases the pressure because I can only speak for myself but I have from conversations I've had with people as well we tend to get really uh, excited at the start of a new year and we set all these goals or we have all these aspirations all these niggles and wow this is going to be amazing it's going to be brilliant and then real life happens what if instead we recognize this is going to take a while and there are going to be parts of the story which go into the next volume so quarter one january february march next year and remember i know at the time of recording we're not there yet i suspect we'll be exploring this again next year what i want to give you today is the overarching what this looks like so january february march next year instead of stepping on January the 1st with right okay these are these goals let's get to it what if you took the first quarter to sit with God and establish what where are we what are we going to be doing for this year hearing God's heart asking him okay by the end of this year what are the things that we're going to have explored together and within the context of the promises that God has given you, remember we explored this about a month or so ago, there are very specific promises that God has for you. And if you haven't asked him, do that. Explore his heart for those. So asking him for the first quarter, taking those whole three months to, to unpack everything that you're going to be doing over the year within the context of those promises he's given you, and also any of those pieces that are left over from the, from the year behind. Those story threads that you're going to carry over. More on that in a bit. Then he says, in the next two quarters, so for the next six months, you do the work with me, he says. You establish practices. You build community. You recognise that there will be some trial and error, because this is what happens in story. And then finally, in quarter four, you pull it all together and done. Whilst also recognising... Again, in that quarter, there's going to be threads which move into the next one. So then you rinse and repeat. As he's unpacking this, he was. it left me with a sense of, hmm, okay, this feels different to how I've set goals before. It also feels a little bit less pressured. Because he said to me, there are some story threads that will take a whole lifetime. Repeating motifs, and that's okay. And there are some story threads that are just for a season. But the real reminder, the real key, is that we do this with God. Because we don't have to try and figure out, okay, which pieces are for now and which pieces are for later. The real reminder and the real takeaway from this particular episode is that you do this with God. 
You don't try and figure this out in your own head. If you just try and figure it out on your own head, I mean, <laughs> recognizing that you're never actually really on your own in your own head. Like as if you've got Holy Spirit with you, he's there guiding you and nudging you. You just don't necessarily know it's him. But now that you know it's him and that you realize that he wants to do all of this with you, you can do it intentionally and actually ask him questions, expecting an answer. We had an opportunity to practice this yesterday in the in the live event and it was glorious and wonderful. So with the other reminder, if you've never sat and journaled with Holy Spirit before, I would really encourage you to do that because it has the potential. It's not the only way that you're going to hear from God, but it is one of the ways that he had me be still. Uh, and so I and I and I've seen the power of it with other people as well. And so it is a really beautiful starting point for you. So if you're if you're listening to this or exploring this episode and you're like, yeah, this is great, but I don't really know to I don't know how to hear God, I would encourage you, pause, go and get the Yuya book. It's free. Yuya.com forward slash get hyphen the hyphen book. I should probably change that, and make it shorter. Because and and in that book, there are so many questions that you can ask Holy Spirit. And it's as simple as getting your notebook, writing down the question, pausing, writing what you hear, trusting the Holy Spirit is with you, guiding you, leading you, not editing it. So if something comes up, you can then dig into it again and explore it again. But the real beauty of of structuring our whole life like a story, it, it has a few nuances to it. First of all, it recognizes that we have an author. God is the ultimate author. Like we're told, I think it's in Revelation, that there's a book you know, with the story of your life written in it. The, the completely marvellous, amazing, puzzling thing to me is that God knows the end from the beginning. And at the same time, he, he knows the very next word I'm about to say. And yet he chooses to suspend that knowing and step into this moment. How crazy is that? It It's beyond my comprehension. Uh, and I've given up trying to fathom out how he does that. But he is delighted in, in you and enjoys stepping into every moment with you and experiencing it with you for the very first time, even while he knows the ending. Mad and brilliant. But the wonderful thing is because he knows, he knows how everything's going to play out. He knows all the, the crazy twists and turns and choices and, you know, false steps and what feel like backward steps for us he knows all of that stuff and he's there the whole time the times when we mess it up the times when we're like ah he's there but the beautiful thing is therefore that if if we can approach life as a story and recognize that there is structure to this you know and we can actually play out the whole year let's take the year because the calendar is a gift uh, and we're going to explore this again i think it's in tomorrow's episode as well the time is a gift we do as humans get, um, I mean, I'm only speaking for myself, but you know, we do tend to get a little bit angsty about how time fa- time goes so fast and we want to make, make a difference and we don't want to waste time and ooh, all this pressure. God is playing the long game. And so the reminder I had today was, yes, in one sense, a year is a long time. A lot can happen in a year and you will not be the same person today that you were 12 months ago. But what if we ease the pressure a little bit? What if we didn't have to try and get it all right immediately? What if part of the, those middle six months, act two, is about trial and error, building community, asking questions, trying stuff out. If that's actually a natural part of how we play the year out, that is a lot more freeing than going, okay, I've got these goals, I've got to get it done, dun 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 you know? You're not, a, you're not a train on a railway track, you know, and running to schedule. There's going to be ebbs and flows with this. Uh, and so 
I was really excited about this and I and I suspect, like I say, we're going to explore this more over the coming days and the coming weeks to see what that looks like. I did also after, so this morning, I was like, oh, I said to him, hmm, this sounds like something that we could do on the podcast. He was like, yeah, definitely. Because as you know, the whole thing with the podcast is stuff stuff happens here in real time and then I share it with you as I feel nudged to do so. And so he's like, well, why wouldn't you share it? You know, we do it. But with a reminder that as I'm sharing this stuff with you, I'm also exploring this in real time as well. And so I, later on, I think it's tomorrow, in fact, I'm looking at my notes. Yeah, tomorrow we're going to be exploring the question about this final act right now. If 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 we're about to, you know, Mon- Friday is, is the 1st of October, we step into the final three months, that final quarter or the final act, as Holy Spirit calls it. If we're stepping into the final act of this year, right, how do we play that well? What do we do? And... How do we do it well if we didn't even realise we were writing a story for the first three quarters of this year? All of that stuff we're going to unpack tomorrow. Uh, and so this episode today really is an introduction. It's uh, giving you the, the broad strokes of what this might look like uh, and, and giving the opportunity for you to think about it, ponder on it, ask Holy Spirit what that looks like for, for the context of you being you as well. And then share, share what comes up for you. You know, if you're in the playground, you can come and share it in the playground. If you're not in the playground, come and join us in the playground because then you can do this together in community. Uwea.com forward slash join. If you're somebody who wants to do this one-on-one, we have the dream catching. There are options here for you to, to explore this together. There's different resources to help you work through this. But more than anything, I don't want you sleepwalking through life. There is a plan and a purpose. You are here for a reason. Ephesians 2.10, remember, we bang on about this verse so much here at Yuya. You know, you are, you are God's workmanship, his work of art, his treasure, his delight, created in Christ Jesus to do good works planned in advance for you. It's not an accident. And so what I'm excited about with this idea, with, with planning our life like a story, is it allows for the ebbs and flows. And like I say, we are going to be exploring this more over the next few episodes but also in future episodes as well so thank you for allowing me to to share this this introductory piece uh if you know somebody who is interested in in ending the year well uh, and getting ready for a really wonderful 2022 which is crazy to say isn't it i mean like we're almost ready for a new year uh and then please do share this episode with them because uh, I don't know who I don't know, uh, and you know who needs this, so that would be much appreciated as well. In the meantime, I'll be back tomorrow, same time, same place, uh, and have a rest, wonderful rest of your day. You take care. Bye-bye.